Welcome, welcome, welcome to Aryan Talks About Things. My name is Aryan and this is the one and only podcast for Christian young adults trying to balance life and religion. I am back. It's been a minute since I've made a podcast episode and I just feel like I need to share some of my thoughts and opinions on something that I read today that I feel might be useful and uplifting and encouraging and uh, a bit of a warning uh, for all of us Um, young adults and so one of the things that I got into was that I read this talk by a guy called Robert Parsons from one of the church magazines from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints which is the church that I belong to if you're new here and you don't know that now you know and uh, yeah this was from one of the magazines February 1991 And he shares some really, really interesting thoughts. But before I get into that, let me talk to you about where I've been. So it's been a minute since I've made a podcast episode because life has been crazy. Um, To be honest, the last 12 months have been hectic. It's been intense. It feels like a blur and I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know uh, what has been happening, if I'm being quite honest. I, uh, yeah, I basically, I left the job where I was at because my contract was expired. It was like finishing. And so I had to go back home because I couldn't find another job in that time frame. Um, so I left Johannesburg, went back down to Cape Town, which was all by land dandy. It was great spending time with my family. It was really nice. Um, there were many things, many moments that we hadn't had in a long time, um, just because I had been away from home for many years. Um, And so it was great to be able to go back home and uh, be with my family and experience some really cool moments and, you know, just like be with my brother again, which was really great because I hadn't seen him in a while as well. Um, And so it was just really nice. But uh, I was also really stressed because I, you know, obviously had my girlfriend up here in Johannesburg and I was back at home and I was trying like hard to scrounge around and save some money so I could come and fly up to see her. Um, etc etc so it was a whole thing and then uh, yeah you know the Lord in his infinite goodness and mercy was able to bless me with another job and to be honest I've been quite lucky with jobs the Lord continues to bless me in that regard because everywhere I work seems to be just fantastic and the people are great and I always have like really nice uh, employers who care about me and care about my growth and um, care about where it is that I'm heading. And to be honest with you, I don't know if what I'm doing right now is what I want to do for the rest of my life in terms of work. But I know for now, right now, it's great. And I'm grateful for it. And I'm, you know, thankful that the Lord has given me that. Um, So yeah, the last 12 months have been sort of crazy. I was able to move back up to Johannesburg because I, you know, work remote. I can literally work from anywhere in the world, which is fantastic. So there's that added blessing. And so it doesn't really matter where I stay or where I am. I am able to just work and uh, make a living and, uh, you know, put a roof over my head and have food on the table. And I'm grateful that I'm able to have the opportunity to do that when there are so many people who don't. Um, but anyways, that sort of happened. I also experienced a lot of uh, rev- like revelatory experiences. There was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of stress. There was a lot of uh, impatience with the Lord because... You know, sometimes I am just a human being and 
I get frustrated, but I'm grateful that the Lord continues to be patient with me and continues to give me the strength to do that which I cannot do on my own. Um, and so that's where I've been the last 12 months. Uh, so in that time, it's been sort of crazy. I haven't had the op opportunity, the time to like get behind a mic and to talk and share some of my thoughts. But I'm back. If you missed me, I'm here again. And I'm keen to share my thoughts and opinions on certain things, you know, in terms of life, religion and culture and what it is that we experience um, as young adults. Um, also, by the way, I you know like i said moved to johannesburg and i'm living on my own now and wow living on my own has been crazy that's sort of a podcast episode for another day but i just had to mention that because it's nuts it is crazy <laughs> um but i want to get into this talk that i read by uh, robert parsons he speaks about condemnation and i was reading in the book of mormon this morning in alma chapter 12 and there's a scripture i think it's in verse like 18 i want to say 18 it's probably 12 i don't know don't fight me i don't want to look it up right now because you know i mean my train of thought is is going um but in the verse and i'm paraphrasing it basically says that when we have hard hearts we bring ourselves under condemnation and i read that and i was like wow you know lately i have been having a hard heart it's been quite difficult for the spirit to penetrate my heart because i you know have felt a lot of anxiety about certain things i felt a lot of stress about certain things and it's been freaking me out you know and so when uh, life has happened I, I feel like i've my my heart has been hard towards certain things that have been happening um, and I felt like it was the Lord's way of saying hey man um, you should pay attention to this and I was like okay cool let me pay attention to this and so I went and I read a little bit more about and investigated a little bit more about what it means to be condemned or what condemnation means because I actually had no idea what the meaning was um, if I'm being honest I just knew it meant something bad like you're in trouble <laughs> um, and so as I read it um, you know as I went and I read the talk and I read a little bit more about what condemnation means the way that um, Robert Parsons describes condemnation is in two ways he says there's two definitions for condemnation number one is to be found guilty and number two is to be found unfit for service in the kingdom of God and I had never thought of that before I was like wow so to be condemned is to not only be found guilty but also to be unfit for service in the kingdom of God. And I was like, wow, this is really, really interesting. Let me read a little bit more about this. And so as I read a little bit more on it, he goes on to quote some scripture from the Doctrine and Covenants, section 84. And if you're unfamiliar with the Doctrine and Covenants, it's an added book of scripture in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, if you are joining for the first time and you're just wondering like these scriptures that I mentioned, I'm talking about Book of Mormon, I'm talking about the Doctrine and Covenants, all of these are standard works in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which again is the church that I belong to. And so he quotes scripture uh, from the Doctrine and Covenants. Um, and in this revelation that the Lord gives to the prophet Joseph Smith, it says the following, it says, And your minds in times past have been darkened because of unbelief, and because you have treated lightly the things you have received, which vanity and unbelief have brought the whole church under condemnation. And this condemnation resteth upon the children of Zion, even all. And they shall remain under this condemnation until they repent and remember the new covenant even the book of mormon and the former commandments which i have given them not only to say but to do 
according to that which I have written. And so the Lord highlights specific things that bring, you know, us into condemnation. And Robert Parsons uh, as well highlights these specific things in his talk. And the three things he highlights are unbelief, things being treated lightly, and vanity. And these three things are warnings that the Lord gives us that will lead to condemnation if we are not careful. We will be condemned before the Lord if we yield to these three things that he highlights. And so as I read this, I just want to share some of my thoughts and opinions on these three things that he highlighted. And the first is unbelief, right? And so as I'm thinking about unbelief, I'm thinking about what is it that I believe? You know, as Christians, we believe in many things. We believe in so many things that other people don't. And as someone that maybe isn't Christian, they might say, okay, well, you believe in a bunch of insane things that aren't real, that aren't true, that doesn't make any sense, that, you know, for some reason, uh, you guys are just delusional. And that's okay, because if I wasn't Christian, I'd probably also think we're a little bit delusional because, you know, we believe in things that we can't see and we believe in the impossible. And so I'm thinking to myself, right, I believe in all of these things, so I don't really have an unbelief. I can't say I have an unbelief because I believe in these things and I know them to be true. But then the question is, how strongly do we believe in the things that we believe, you know? Because most of the world does not believe in Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. Most of the world doesn't believe in prophets and apostles and uh, revelation, ongoing revelation. Most of the world, you know, doesn't believe in, or most of all, they just don't believe in Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon. And so there are many things that the world doesn't believe, um, that we believe, um, but how strong is our convictions? And I'm thinking to myself, how strong is my conviction in these things? Do I also stand up for these things when my you know, when I'm around friends who aren't Christians or members of my own church, do I, you know, defend my beliefs? Do I stand firm in what it is that I believe? Or am I swayed by the opinions of men? Am I swayed by the opinions on social media or mainstream media that I'm seeing where I'm like, hmm, maybe what I believe mm, is a little sketchy. You know, maybe, you know, my conviction in this thing is contrary to what is popular and I like what's popular. You know, I like what um this person or that person or this person is saying because that makes sense to me that makes more sense to me than my own convictions than what i believe in and so the lord is issuing a warning to us here right that in particular our belief in the things like the book of mormon in joseph smith being a true prophet in living an ongoing you know restoration and revelation from the lord all of those things, you know, do we believe in those things? Is our belief in those things solidified? Are they strong? Are they rooted in, are they rooted firmly um, for us? And, uh, you know, to be honest, I've always, I've always been someone that has believed what I know to be true. I've never had, I've, ne I've never had, I can't say that I've ever had doubts to the extent where I felt that, Christianity or God isn't real. I've I've never had that experience before. So I cannot talk from a perspective and say things from a perspective of someone who's had major, major doubts 
you know on christianity or god or you know what it is that jesus christ can do for me never i've never had those types of doubts however what i will say is that there are moments where i feel i need to maybe water myself down where i need to not say certain things in order to you know dodge dodge the bullets of what we call cancel culture and to be honest i don't believe in cancel culture that is my personal belief however i do know that certain things are not popular to say and that a spirit of unbelief is incredibly popular in the time that we live in it is incredibly popular to say that you hate god it is incredibly popular to say that jesus christ is a joke it is incredibly popular to say that the bible was is a is a book full of stories written by delusional men and that gets praise from the world today and so i think it puts things into perspective that unbelief is a serious serious thing that can bring us into condemnation can bring us to be found guilty and unfit for service in the kingdom of god the next thing i want to touch on is how we treat certain things lightly and especially the word of god especially scriptures here's what i will say right i'm someone that loves the scriptures i have such a love for the, the the word of god i can i can sit and read scripture like all day like when i get excited about it i can sit and read all day i can read it i can watch videos i can listen to you know hymns i can i can really be fully invested like fully fully invested however that wasn't something that has you know that that was something that i had to learn over time and when it comes to things that we receive from god it's, and it's not just in scripture we often take certain things lightly we often take the things that we receive from god lightly even the things that we receive from god through others we take lightly and we don't take those things seriously and i'm very guilty of this very very guilty i think even though i might not be an unbelieving person i definitely am someone that treats certain things lightly and that is and that's on me that's something you know i constantly have to repent of something i am constantly working on um you know i don't want to be brought into condemnation i don't want to be found guilty of treating the things that i receive from god lightly and i do at times you know i'll give you an example uh when i was younger during the school holidays my mom would often read the scriptures with my brother and i and it would be the first thing we do in the morning and you know at the time i didn't i did not understand the purpose i was like man it's early i want to watch cartoons i just want to chill i just want to sleep you know but my mom was always adamant on us reading scripture every single morning all of the time like every single morning it it had to be the first thing you do after you pray is read your scriptures and we had to do it together and so my mother instilled in us this uh this um seriousness of not taking the word of god lightly that we need to take these words seriously and that the lord is you know trying to to help me um as an individual have a better and an easier and a more fulfilling life as i follow his commandments as found in the holy scriptures and um you know my mom would read the book of mormon 
the New Testament, Old Testament, Doctrine and Covenants, whatever, with my brother and I. And to this day, I still do it. To this day, you know, no, I, I'm living on my own. Nobody forces me at all. The first thing I do in the morning, before I do anything else, the first thing, before I even touch my phone, is I say a prayer. I say a prayer and then, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in my scriptures. <laughs> I'm in my scriptures. And for me, that's not a problem. You know, I don't take those things lightly that I read in the scriptures. However, like I said before, I'm guilty of not taking things seriously that come from the Lord through others. You know, whether it's um, a leader giving me some advice, you know, whether it's, you know, even my girlfriend giving me some advice because she knows me better than most people, um, better than almost anyone. And, um, you know, whether it's, you know, close friends who also know me quite well. Who continue to um, help shape me and mold me you know as we spend time together and you know they they say certain things to me I often don't take that with the weight that it is said and that's that's on me that's my mistake and I'm constantly learning to listen and to hear and value the insights and the wisdom that comes from the people that love me and want the best for me uh, through the Lord um, because I strongly believe that the Lord communicates to us in many many ways and one of the many ways is through the people that love us um, he continues to 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 say certain things to us through those people and uh, yeah I'm incredibly guilty of taking those things lightly and treating lightly the things I receive from the Lord through other people. So that's me, right? That's me. And you might have a different uh, situation. You might have a different um, circumstance and a different type of, a different type of um, experience in your own life. And I'd love to hear that, you know, I'd love, I honestly, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to, to hear if there's any um, moments in your life where you felt like, you know what, I, this, you know, in this facet of my life, I'm taking and I'm treating certain things lightly that the Lord is giving me through others or through the scriptures or through leaders or through the spirit. You know, what is it that I'm taking lightly and how is that leading me to be condemned or to be found guilty um, and unfit for service in the kingdom of God? You know, and then the last thing that uh, Robert Parsons mentions is vanity and I love the way that he describes vanity so I'll just read it um, he says vanity means futile or worthless behavior also excessive self-satisfaction and when I read that I was like wow <laughs> how how vain am I um, how vain am I because we live in a world where self-gratification where self-satisfaction is number one um, what you want what you want is all that matters and that is the most important and you deserve it and you should take it by any means necessary and no matter who gets hurt you deserve it because it's yours you know and that's sort of the message that's being pushed out and I'm incredibly guilty of that again I'm incredibly guilty of that and um, you know as I'm sort of I'm talking and I'm being self-deprecating I I also just you know, I want you to realize that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, as I'm doing this, I'm not like putting myself down. That's not what I'm trying to do, you know, talking negatively about myself. I'm just, I'm recognizing that in myself, there are weaknesses and those weaknesses are things that 
I want to work on because as I read this I was like yeah there's a, there's literally there's so many things here that I'm reading um, that's coming to mind that I can do better um, that I can uh, you know sort of improve on and this is one of those things because he mentions that we live in a world where we try and find a balance between the good and the bad where we try and find a balance between having one foot in zion and one foot in babylon which you know translates it to the speak of 2022 or the language of 2022 for us is sort of having one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom of god right where i want to do things that my friends who are not christians or not members of my church will approve of and still think i'm cool and sort of hip with the times but then also when i'm at church on sunday i want to be a certain way and i want to say certain things and I want to look a certain way and i want to be perceived a certain way you know where on the one hand i want to be woke and i want to you know lean into woke culture because i'm you know one for the people hashtag blm or whatever and on the other side you're like okay well there are certain things that i don't describe to that are in the world that you know are against the commandments of god and so we try to find this balance and basically what robert parsons says is that we can't do that it's literally it's an impossible life we try and live an impossible life but we cannot live that we cannot be thinking of god and then trying to please the devil that is not how it works we cannot be doing that and it is wrong to be doing that and so one of the things that i thought of immediately within myself is that i love i absolutely love you know listening to certain music and watching uh, certain tv shows but then at the same time i know that as i'm listening to this type of music or you know watching this type of tv show is it something is it something that the lord would approve of as i'm listening to this as i'm watching this you know would i feel comfortable if jesus christ was sitting next to me and he was watching this tv show with me or he was listening to this album with me would like would i really feel comfortable would i be completely fine knowing that he's there listening <laughs> to this thing that i'm listening to or this thing that i'm watching you know would would that make me feel good knowing that the lord is seeing that that i'm engaging in this type of thing and it really got it really got me thinking because you know i'm somebody and i'll be honest i love watching shows about serial killers about murderers because i find them fascinating i find it fascinating in not a good way but i find it fascinating in sort of like a i'm you know sort of intrigued by how someone could do something so horrific to another person i want to know how that person's mind works like what is it that triggered that person to you know have this sort of life do this sort of thing but at the same time i know that sometimes in those shows or movies there are things that do not align with the standards of the lord um, but align with the standards of the world and that's where i try and live an impossible life and that's not right you know and i know that as you're listening to this there are things in your own life that you know maybe tv shows or movies or music or whatever it is you know even fashion you know clothes and fashion or literature the books that you read that do not align with the the standards that the lord has set but are perfectly in line and accepted by the world 
and we try to live an impossible life. And I think that as young adults, we are in the thick of it, man. We really are in the thick of it. We are, you know, we are, yeah, we're just, we're in the thick of it. We're always trying our best to, you know, be those people that find a balance. But as I read this, I was like, wow, I shouldn't actually be wanting to find a balance. In actual fact, I should be vehemently avoiding Babylon. I should be avoiding the devil and the things that, you know, the traps that he has set for me and for those around me. And I should be leaning into what it is that the Lord has in store for me, the 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 guardrails, the the rules, the commandments that the Lord has given to keep me safe. And you know, I feel I feel sorry for many young adults who view the commandments that the Lord has given as a restriction because there is nothing worse. There literally is nothing worse and it breaks my heart more than seeing a young adult, than seeing somebody who I used to know um, in the church fall away into sin and become so detached from the commandments of God, from their own identity, that they just become this completely different being that it has no sense of who they are. Their self-concept is completely ruined. They literally, they don't know who they are. They just, they're so confused. They have no idea who and what they are and what they stand for because they, they just, they lie with sin. They are unable to be filled with light from the Lord as they have given into the vain and foolish imaginations of the world. And it's sad. Um, But vanity, treating things lightly, and our unbelief all lead us to be condemned. And this was just really interesting for me. I had never actually thought of the word condemnation in this way, but it's quite interesting. It's wow. Like this was eye-opening for me. I had no idea. And I'm grateful that I listened to the Lord and I explored this a little bit more because I I literally had no idea that, you know, this would be something that I would read today and engage with today that um, would, uh, would speak to me. And I just felt like I should share it. You know, I felt like I should share it. It is the reason why I created the podcast. The reason I created the podcast was so that I'd be able to have a platform to talk and share my thoughts and opinions on the things pertaining to the gospel of Jesus Christ and how they affect me as a young adult and the rest of us. You know, I uh, I love to talk, as you can tell. <laughs> and uh, when I'm around people, I'm not really able to express myself in the way that I would like to um, because I do feel, you know, slight social anxiety, so I won't lie, but when I'm on my own, like just sitting in a dark room behind a mic and I'm able to just like share my thoughts on what I think on the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it affects me as an individual and us as young adults at large, I I feel a little bit more confident in, in my thoughts and what I'm saying. Uh, and hopefully it reaches you. Hopefully what I've said doesn't only make you think, but also inspires you to act and do something different. I know for myself, the biggest thing I'm going to try to work on, for, you know, after reading this is this eradicating the spirit of vanity from my own life. Um, trying to uh, not live this double life as well as treating things lightly that I receive from others through the Lord.
because I know he's trying to speak to me through other people, especially the people that love me, and I should listen to them. Um, so I'm definitely going to try to do a little bit uh, better with those, as well as strengthen my belief in what I already know, um, because you can never be too careful, right? Just because you're strong in one thing doesn't mean that the adversary cannot swoop in and uh, shake that ground. Um, so I am not fooled by the power of the adversary. I know that he is a relentless um, foe, but that the Lord is going to help me overcome those things which I cannot overcome on my own. Um, but yeah, that was it for me. I uh, don't have anything else to say and I don't want to say anything else. Hopefully I've said enough to, uh, you know, maybe spark some some conversation and some ideas in, in your head. But that's it for me. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. I'm Aryan and I've been amazing.